All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and happy Monday to you. You're listening to the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint with me, Alex Matthew. Today is the 10th of June. Starting with the NBFC space, Devan Housing Finance has paid investors and depositors part of the repayments due after missing the deadline last week. DHFL paid investors around 276 crore rupees on its principal and interest obligations towards its non-convertible debentures according to an exchange filing late on Friday. It still owes a little over 900 crore rupees in interest and principal repayments that are overdue. Meanwhile, the Reserve Bank of India Governor Shakti Kanta Das has said that the era of light-touch regulation for non-banking lenders may be over. In a public address, he said that the central bank will continue to monitor the NBFC sector's activity and performance with a focus on major entities and their interlinkages with other sectors. While lending from banks has dried up for non-bank financial companies and borrowing costs in money markets have risen, Das said that the situation has improved. Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman is scheduled to meet economists, banks and financial institutions as well as industry chambers ahead of the presentation of the full budget for the year. Those meetings will take place between the 11th and 23rd of June. The budget will be presented, remember, on the 5th of July. The Finance Ministry is likely to propose 50 crore rupees as the turnover threshold for entities to generate e-invoice on a centralised government portal for business-to-business sales as it looks to curb GST evasion. And that's according to a PTI report that quoted an unnamed official. And I'm pretty sure I didn't dream this. Last night, I think it rained in Mumbai and that's good news. In fact, the IMD has said that the southwest monsoon winds made landfall in Kerala on Saturday. Turning to international news, President Donald Trump announced late on Friday that he wouldn't impose a rising scale of tariffs on goods from Mexico from 5% to 25% over time after it agreed to take a tougher stance on immigration, which was his goal all along. Trump on Saturday tweeted that Mexico will also buy large quantities of agricultural produce, a stipulation that wasn't included in a joint statement. Three Mexican officials said that they were unaware of a side deal in the works and that agricultural trade hadn't been discussed during the three days of negotiations in Washington. The G20 warned of escalating hazards from trade and geopolitical tensions, but finance ministers and central bank governors meeting in Japan made little progress in addressing the main threat of tit-for-tat tariffs. Noting that while growth appears to be stabilizing, it remains low and risks remain tilted to the downside. Up to a million people marched in Hong Kong protesting against legislation easing extraditions to China, increasing pressure on the Beijing-backed government. The demonstrators, many chanting for Chief Executive Carrie Lam's resignation, choked central city boulevards. Skirmishes broke out after dark, prompting riot police to use pepper spray and batons. In international markets, Asian stocks are positive in early trade after a strong close on Wall Street at the end of last week. The Nikkei was higher by over a percent and the Kospi had gains of close to half a percent when I last checked. 
and i'm sure a lot of you watched this at least a part of it yesterday india comfortably beat australia in the cricket world cup by 36 runs having scored over 350 runs themselves with that it's over to darshan mehta for the trade setup for the day in india morning darshan how are we looking today Hi Alex good morning good morning everyone global markets have done well and the SCX Nifty is currently indicating a positive outlook but in terms of what you need to watch out for RBI issued new NPA recognition norms superseding the old older ones like the SDR S4A etc banks now have the option to select the resolution plan and need not invoke the IBC now this move is positive for banks as it provides timely resolution and flexibility in choosing the resolution plan some relief to power companies can also be expected as the nclt reference is not mandatory in terms of uh, stocks watch out for reliance power which may have a negative reaction They came out with their numbers after much delay. Revenues were down 32%. EBITDA was down 35%. The net loss was 3560 crores, and they reported a net loss due to impairment of certain assets. The auditor also raised doubts on the group's ability to continue as a going concern. Now, Reliance Power's parent, that is Reliance Infra, also the board meet to consider the fourth quarter number was adjourned now to 14th June. Uh, this is the third time that the results will be deferred. The deferment is due to consolidation of Reliance Power results. Reliance Infra owns 33% stake in Reliance Power. In terms of stocks like IOC, ONGC, Oil India, and Reliance, there could be some overhang seen on these stocks. The Norwegian government is considering to sell shares in global energy stocks on June twelfth. That what that is what was indicated. HUL, uh, there was an analyst meet. The commentary was positive. The company focused significantly on strategy and investments in digital infrastructure. The market development and premiumization will continue to be the key building blocks for the company, and the management remains positive on the long-term growth potential of FMCG in India. Probably Manipuram could react negatively. They said that they have received a show cause notice from SEBI on May 29, and the notice refers to this. closing unpublished price sensitive information to a research firm they are currently examining the contents of the notice and seeking legal advice there seems to be negative news because the auto slowdown continues maruti suzuki production for may was down 18% and mnm said that they will observe no production days ranging between 5 to 13 days in various plants positive news for moil they received the environmental clearance for manganese ore mine in an area of 49 acres and the clearance gives them additional production capacity of 120000 tons per annum phoenix mills will be in focus hsbc has raised the target price to 870 from 800 that's a potential upside of 33% they expect the next leg of growth to be driven by premiumization and asset addition Other stocks to watch out for SBI they introduced the new home loan rate uh, product uh, and that is linked to the repo rate Morgan Stanley does believe that uh, it's not very very aggressive at this point of time apart from it watch out for some of the companies in which the circuit limit has been raised to 20% companies like SpiceJet Dilip Bilcon Dhan Lakshmi Bank Indocount Industries Lind India Shankara Building UFO Movies and Vito Switchgears some of them may probably react positively to this news but there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts for that log on to our website bloombuckquin.com and click on the all you need to know tab and you will be prepared for morning trade thanks darshan well that's all we have for you on this podcast but remember there's a lot on the website that you should check out this is alex matthew signing off have a great day and an even better week ahead 
hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 